Is anyone home? Uh, excuse me, people? Let's all get ready to jump All right, folks, we got a very exciting episode here, and I'm not even recording. Fuck. Well, what's going on, everybody? It's the Jump House, and we're already dropping bombs. Don't yo, let your moms know what's going on, everybody. Yo, it's your boy, Adam Jump. I screwed up the intro, but we'll edit that back in. Uh, we're recording live now. You know, we got a lot of exciting action in the studio, all just taking place in the last minute. We got Dorchester Brewing Company just came in with a case and a half. Yeah, Drew Shalley and taking care of us, right? Got me all excited off of that. Brad's coming in from... from, uh, The Lowell Litter Crew. The Litter Crew, and you were at the Acre Night. Yeah, uh, it was uh, a National Night tank? Out at the Acre, yeah, North he, Common. How was that dunk tank, Oh, uh, lovely. Yeah, nice. I look stoned, though. <laughs> My eyes are all red now. <laughs> it's all good here. Uh, so listen, let's set that background music and let's get right into it. Um, yeah. Boom. All right. We're getting it right. We're getting it tight. The Keeping the Quality highlight this week is brought to you by Crack Kitchen and Coffee with their newest location in Peabody, Massachusetts, 535 Lowell Street. They have a drive-through, which is unique. They're a fast food, but high quality chain delivering a drive-through experience now, but you can pick up and dine in. Visit them at www.crackedkitchen.com. That's C-R-A-C-K-D kitchen.com. And let me tell you something. These guys, Danny Azzarello and Alan Freddy, two guys I grew up with in the business. Yo, Jump, where are the other locations? Other got- locations are in, um, they're down in Salem, New Hampshire, off of 28, next to JG's Ice Cream. And then you can find them across from the IRS off 133 in Andover, Mass. Oh, wow. Definitely got to check them out nice. if you haven't. Yeah, sounds great. So Very they bring good. that. So they keep the quality high. Extra high. This is how high. I'm going to tell you right now. They're sourcing their coffee, right, from hometown coffee roasters out of Manchester, New Hampshire. Nice. Right? They got the fresh baked bread from Fire King Baking Company out of Braintree, Mass. And their bacon coming from North Country Smokehouse out of Claremont, New Hampshire. And they got some very nice delectable uh, sweets from uh, Treats Bliss Confection Company out of Burlington, Mass. They're all about local. They're all about supporting uh, the people around them and and coming together to put out a high quality product. Definitely go out there and check them out at their newest location at 535 Lowell Street, Peabody, Mass. Also on today's show, Joe, Dorchester Brewing Company. Tell us a little about what we can expect about well, them. Well, we're going to have a great conversation in a little bit with Drew Shallian, the uh, sales manager of Dorchester Brewing Company. Dorchester Brewing Company has been on the scene for a few years. Drew came on board. Awesome guy. We're going to talk about his story a little bit, talk about some of his beers, talk about what's so fun about being in the craft beer business because um, it's a very cool industry, a lot of cool people. Uh, you know, it's competitive but cool at the same time. So we're going to talk about that. Yo, this is Joey B, by the way. What's up, everybody? Yeah, Joe, I got a little flustered off that's the start. That's all right, man. You know, I, I just wanted to let everybody know who's talking perfect. right now. And, and that's one thing <laughs> one thing that I want to preach about. No one's perfect here. We're all going to mess up. We're just having fun, having a good time. Hey, we're not. Low key. Hey, you know what? This show right here is, is all about 
Wade Radio Boston. Yeah. You know, we're about local, but we're all over the country, all over the internet. All you know, people listen to us from Iceland, kicking to us in Helsingborg, Sweden. Yeah. But you know what? We're just all local people just doing this, letting people know what's going on and having a good time. That's right, Joe. And then in that second o'clock hour, uh, we're gonna talk to Brad. Uh, Buenheis. Did I get go. that right? You nice. Got it. All right. Third <laughs> all right. time's Good a charm, shit. baby. Third time's a charm. <laughs> He's the uh, co-founder and uh, executive director of the Low Litter Crew. Uh, proud to be working alongside him this year on a couple of projects already. Uh, we're going to talk things about how many pounds of trash we got this year. Uh, year to date, a couple of the struggles uh, starting the Low Litter Crew and some of the uh, hiccups that he uh, came along the way. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the Low Folk Festival and each of our highlights uh, from this week which was a great time good to see those streets filled back up don't you say it boys? was good seeing Absolutely. you it was good seeing you on saturday night yeah I with was my boy fun. i know you were having fun all i heard I about from everybody all i heard about from everybody was jump is everywhere well you know we had to do that because there was a lot going on i mean you were everywhere and you were actually in different cities as well i was and i got the blisters on the f feet to prove that uh, and then my man jumping in front of the bike. I saw that this morning uh, at work. I'm like, oh, uh, what's that gentleman driving around with the bike? Steve Albert's his name. He Yo, goes under uh, Rat Bass and uh, he posts ride videos all around New England. He's going and, and doing cities, towns, and trails. And, and uh, He rides uh, mountain bikes? Or? Yeah, he's got a mountain bike with a camera on the front and uh, just takes videos. They're all over YouTube now. and. He's got a ton of views, a ton yeah. of followers, and uh, I finally, cool. finally got myself in front of his bike. Yeah, definitely. And then also we're going to talk uh, later on uh, in that third hour, uh, we're going to be highlighting a lot of local music this week. We have a uh, very cool um, event taking place at Trend New England in downtown Lowell this weekend. It's a uh, Lowell Summer Series. I'm pulling it up right now to get that shit right. It's going to be the Lowell Summer Jam at Trend. We got uh, about 11 vendors going to be there and 10 bands. Five playing wow. inside, five playing outside throughout nice. the whole day this weekend. So that last hour in the show, folks, if you sent your music in to me in the last 24 hours, we will be playing it 40 minutes straight of local music that's going to be all taking place in downtown Lola Trend this weekend. We're calling that homegrown. Yeah, we're calling that homegrown local joints that we're going to pass around and share. You know. I'm so. down. <laughs> Love Trend. Great place. Uh, trend is a good place. I got a funny little story, though. It kind of ended bittersweet on my Sunday. That's why I went up to Nashua okay. and left the Folk Festival. Okay. But, you know, it was all good because out of that story came uh, me meeting somebody who brought all this music that we're going to be hearing Great. at the end of the story. So it actually turned out to be a very good end to that story. And then finally, um, we're going to focus on Modern Butcher and the Best of North Shore. All right, the Modern Butcher was just rewarded the best roast beef sandwich in the North Shore in Boston Magazine. So, you know what that means? Your boy Jumptown is heading up to Newburyport this week to go give a live review to report back on next week's show. I've seen videos from that place, yeah. and it just looks amazing. Yeah, you better so, get there um, early. So that's, that's what, what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. Because they run out, and then you look like the clown that goes there for roast beef and it's gone yeah so i'm gonna go there real early Joe, just talk to us yeah just real quick i just want to let everybody know as we're sitting here and we're getting ready to talk to drew shallion and a few we're uh, sipping on a delicious very nice new england ipa light year journey dorchester brewing delicious uh just flavorful just that great summer beer you know any time of year beer really but nice six percent abv nice and uh they just they just make great beers and yeah. so we're going to be talking about them and his story. And, the, and, the, and they're a woman-owned brewery, by hey, the way. Hey, that's kind of where I was going to go with that, Joe. They do a lot of exciting things down there. 
uh, for the community, and they do something different uh, from fun games to good food trucks coming in there to yep. events, cycling around, and music as well. So Drew will fill us in on all that coming up. But, folks, we want you involved in tonight's show. we got that A-Brews listener line at 617-829-9283. And for you shy butterflies, you can text in at 617-764-9283. This is Adam Jump of the Jump House. we got a full episode, so stay tuned. Live here on Wave Radio Boston.
chilling. In the fridge. All right, folks, and chilling in the fridge tonight, we have Dorchester Brewing Company sales manager, Drew Shalaheen. How you doing tonight, Drew? Doing great. How about you guys? We're doing great. We're doing awesome. Um, sipping on some nice brew that you brought in today. Let's crack a fresh one open. Yeah, there that sounds good, man. That sounds good. So, uh, Drew, I want to just do a little quick bio on you. You know, we were talking, and I just want to make sure we people know a little bit about my man here, Drew Shalian. He was he was born and raised in uh, East Boston, and he spent a few years down in uh, the Fort Lauderdale area. Nice weather down there. I can see why. <laughs> Went to school down there, and uh, you know his uh, craft beer journey. He was saying to me, he, it started when he was in college at Nova Southeastern. Did I say it right? Nova Southeastern University. You did. Okay. Yep. Are they the Sharks? NSU Sharks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know my I know my mascots. By the way, that's a, a side yeah. hustle that I get. The mascot. I don't know you. I bet you I know your mascot. And they go Fairmont State, and I go Rams. <laughs> Pay up. But anyway. <laughs> But anyway, he was telling me he was telling me that his uh, background in college was he, he started drinking Chimay Chimay. with his friends. Chimay, dude, that's a great Belgian uh, uh, it, monks, I believe. The monks in Belgium and Belgium. Trappist monks, yep. Yep. Oh and it was man. The uh, Grand Premier label, the blue one. Ooh. Nine percenters. Trappist wow. is how I got my beer drinking start too. So oh. man, I mean, you just hit it. Like talk about these guys are drinking white fizzies. Uh, the yellow fizzies. Yeah. That's the seltzer these days, the white fizzies. But the yellow fizzies, they were drinking that, and you were drinking 9% Chimay. Yeah. You were hitting the super highway early. I mean, 750 milliliter cork in cages. <laughs> okay. So, you know, we were talking to, and you were saying uh, the, the craft beer love blossom, you know, working in the service industry, and then you were actually uh, a beer and spirit buyer at a store in Brookline. And then you became an Eastern Mass rep for Artisan Beverage Co-op in uh, Greenfield. You were yeah. selling some kombucha, which is a ginger libation. Mm -hmm. Well, there was kombucha with uh, the Catalyst Kombucha. It's like a pre-probiotic tea, yep. fermented. Can't claim that they had like health benefits, but uh, if you were ever hungover or you're starting to feel like sick, they'd help you bring, basically they'd revitalize you. And then ginger nice. libation was like this, like, crazy and they're still doing it like nine percent alcohol ginger beer with like 100, oh, wow. over 100 pounds of like organic ginger pineapple lemon lime it's really good stuff that's cool and that's right. how they're out of greenfield, greenfield. doing that nice yep. and they had mead which explaining that to people was fun yeah so it well, was cool to educate people absolutely mead is very cool that's a honey-based yep. liquor so you know they consider it the oldest uh alcoholic beverage and the term honeymoon comes from mead Really? Because when, fact. when there were newlywed couples, their entire village would come together and they would just supply the newlywed couple with enough mead or honey wine to last from one moon. And then typically, you know, nine months later, ah, so they the, began a family. That's the created, honey. created a beautiful family. Oh, off the honey. And then you were saying that you spent... <laughs> You totally, was, <laughs> honey, honey. Thanks, Adam. So, so then you spent the... Uh, so then you spent some time, you were doing uh, work for a North Shore brewery. Yep. And then, uh, you know, wholesale. And 
this opportunity presented itself and now you're at dot brewing company and you live Good. in dorchester so yeah. you were living in dorchester when when the opportunity presented itself yeah. so um my uh, wife and i we've been supporting them since they opened up in 2006 just yeah. recently had the sixth anniversary uh the past uh saturday the J- july 30th and my son's first brewery visit was ever was dorchester nice so funny thing was back in like november of last year when i got hired i tell my son i'm like lev i'm working at your brewery he's like oh cool he's like you can bring home chicken wings every night dad nice because you were just because he was just enjoying the fact yeah, that you were hanging out he knows oh i'm going to the brewery and i'm gonna have chicken wings he's yeah. a little uh foodie nice yeah yeah i think you were telling me about that so all right you were telling me you're a big uh rugby guy yeah you, yep. you okay. play a little rugby in college I actually created the uh, team for Nova Southeastern. Nice. Yeah, for NSU. Very cool. And, you I do played, f- and then I played for Charles River when I first moved back, back in like 2006. And then I ended up uh, playing with the Mystics out of uh, Malden Melrose. Okay. So shout out to Mystic and yeah. uh, shout them Blue. Out. Absolutely. And uh, there's some good, I mean, it's cool seeing what the Major League Rugby is doing too with the uh, Free Jacks. Yeah. They're- Nate Ebner and uh, Pat Chung are partners in uh, the Rugby. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know your yeah. stuff, Joe. Yeah. yeah that's by the why way, we got him on bro, the show, bro, Drew. Bro, Come bro. on. You don't think I know everything. Oh, bro. I haven't heard anything from you yet, Adam. Well, he's <laughs> taking it over here. Yeah. Well, you know, he was basically saying, hey, man, you're the beer connoisseur. Yeah. Right, man, you know, he, he has his he has his points and values. You know, he'll be he'll be he'll be talking food, by the way. You want yeah. you want to talk food? That M&M barbecue is what I want to be yeah, talking about. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so good. <laughs> that's my shit. I'm looking at this pickled. Um, barbecue pork plate over here with oh, cabbage and stuff. about it. <laughs> the new market. Mm-hmm. But you, that so too. you got music. All right, so we're talking music. You love food, big music. So what's in the what's in the player right now? If I'm over at your place, what do you pump? What are you playing right now? Uh, right now, I'm playing a lot of Tyler the Creator. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm a big okay. hip hop head too. Yep. Okay. Well, we play some of that. Yeah, we, we play a some, lot of local. Yeah, you we got, got some great local hip hop coming up. Listening to some, we got some guys that you're gonna be hearing some bangers tonight. Yeah, from right? Southern New Hampshire all the way to Massachusetts. Yeah, you got it. Some of these guys are uh, actually one of these Chitashi man. Check that out. Yeah, yeah I actually know, know his brother Luda. Luda, yo, you know me and Luda ran for class president. I tell this story all no the way. time. <laughs> it was me versus him. <laughs> you know, he had the dream and he won. So. That's the long story short there. But the thing I love most, Drew, is you say the best accomplishment, and I believe the same thing, the best accomplishment I'll ever have in my life, and I love what you said, is being a husband and a dad. Mm-hmm. And you love your family with all their, all your, of your heart. For sure. So that's dope. Uh, you want us to give them a shout out? I love you, Amanda, and I love you, Lev. Oh. And anybody else that's listening, thank you. I love you as well. Nice. Yeah, big, big, big <laughs> shout love. out to everybody tuning in right now. Yeah. I uh, really appreciate that. And if you're uh, tuning in and you want to uh, participate in the show, A. Bruce Listener Line, 617-829-9283, and the text line at 617-764-9283. Now, Drew, uh, what's some things we got coming up to expect this upcoming weekend and this month for the month of August at the brewery? Uh, for the brewery, we're going to have our fest beer coming out in a couple of weeks. Nice. Um, we just but- released our sixth anniversary IPA. Mm, I saw that here. Shout out to the... Uh, to the brewery by the way i just want to say yo go ahead go ahead i'm sorry so yeah right now i'm having i just had the uh what is it called the lights light year journey Journey. light year journey was delicious new england ipa so i look and i see the parish pilsner beer 
it is, it is, it, is, it says it on the can. This, by the way, these cans are cool. We were talking earlier. Yeah. You guys redid your cans recently. Rebranded, yeah. Rebranded, rebranded the logo and everything. Uh, the Pilsner beer is 5% for a Pilsner. That's great. You know, good size ABV. It's crisp, clear. Um, it just tastes great, you know, and uh, just great for uh, any time of year. Drew, I got a question. When it comes to rebranding, uh, when I was started off at the sales rep as Merrimack Ales, the first thing I was approached with was, this label sucks. What can you do about it? That's what uh, my man Sean over at uh, yep. at uh, Lincoln Liquor said to me. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what I can do. I can just bring this back to the owner. How much input do they take from you in the field experience on the ground with that firsthand word of mouth hearing about the good and the bad? And do they take what you have to say to the table in consideration? Or are you just... Yeah, really just I think uh, I think the ownership of DB Co they uh, value my opinions nice. and they take that into consideration heavily I mean some things I I say and I get put in my place which is good because I need that sometimes yeah. it's just you know an opinion yep but uh yeah no I mean everything's great and uh I think marketing wise, you have people that are involved in the marketing. They do the, they do the research, but obviously guys like yourself that are out on the streets, like myself, when you're out there and you hear things, you know, bringing that input back, it has a lot of meaning. It's like collecting data. We're kind of like miniature scientists. I feel. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, we finally got a marketing guy. Shout out to Max. He's doing a great job. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, right now over there it, at Dorchester at DB Co, as you say, it's yep. a it, now that's another special piece of what Dorchester Brewing is, women owned. So we are uh, women and gay owned. We're an all inclusive brewery. Started on t- 2006 as a partner brewery. So we contract brewed, but unlike most contract breweries where we just would brew, package, keg your beer and just say, hey, get it out of our facilities. We would actually take our partner's brews and spotlight them in our tap room and help promote them. And we would do other things like if you needed a label, um, we could help you set that up or like distribution and whatever else you may need. Um, We were always just willing to help. And then fast forward to like around 2019, we self-distributed by, I mean, we would always brew our own beers and had our own recipes, but then we um, started packaging, kegging, and self-distributing our own. And then, as you know, in 2020, we don't we're, have to talk about that time because <laughs> we're still dark, somewhat experiencing that. But, the dark um, times, right? In uh, March of 2020, that's when we finally uh, um, gave Gio and Candice from M&M Barbecue their first um, brick-and-mortar restaurant inside of our brewery. Wow. And they're a third-generation minority-owned uh, barbecue restaurant were they doing so they, before before they opened up in your tap room what were, where were they were they uh food truck kind of vibe yeah or? i think uh geo and candace were doing a food truck for like 10 12 years or something right, like right yeah and giving them that ability to do brick and mortar man is yeah. huge and people can come by and uh, obviously the the barbecue looks awesome, man. I was asking you, I go, hey, man, you bring some of that back. And he's like, well, I'm in this. I'm going to be here for a while today. And Quality's it's, not going to be that like, well, Yeah, we got to make sure. <laughs> yeah. So that's, hey, that's a reason to get down there, right? A hundred percent. That's on take my list trip. to do. Drew will take care of us when we get down there. Yeah, I have sure. no doubt. <laughs> uh, do you want to spotlight? Uh, so we were talking about uh, the Parish Pilsner. Do you want to talk a little bit about the beers, kind of the... What, I mean, what is you know Dorchester Brewing Company's concept in terms of beers? Just having a lot of variety. What, what is kind of the whole uh, mindset? So we do have four cores that we brew year round. I love the Neponset Gold. 
It's my yeah. uh, very it's good. my everyday drinker. Yeah, I'm actually t- drinking one right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I think Brad's having one of those. Nice, nice, flavorful. Go. Yeah, yeah. So it's a 5.2 percent crisp, warm fermented lager. Lots of good fruit notes. Yeah, easy to drink, and it's essentially I call it the utility beer. This will pair with anything you're gonna ever eat or drink anytime. Whether you're happy, sad, <laughs> funny, I don't know. Just but you like, say it pairs with a lot of different foods. Yeah. I mean, sweet, salty, sour, spicy. Yeah. I mean, this is like perfect with beer. I mean, with uh, pizza, burgers. I mean, I I love it with uh I like my beer with, with beer, too. Yeah. yeah beer yeah. with beer. <laughs> beer squared. Yep. But the thing, too, is, is that you come out with, obviously, your seasonals. Uh, and right now... Uh, you have a seasonal that's pretty popular right now, that, that punch bowl. Yeah, so uh, punch bowl we historically have done for Pride Month in June. Um, it's a kettle, like a fruited kettle sour with over 800 pounds of fruit. Wow. It takes about three days to uh, brew the beer, and then the brewers just add so much fruit to it. It's like a sweet and salty uh, Hawaiian punch. Mm. You know, so many times sour beers have that, like, you know, almost like, you know, I don't know, warhead kind of pucker and sour. But, like, yeah. one of the things that I noticed when I had that punch bowl one time, it's 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 approachable. It's tart. It's not, like, over-the-top sour, but it has just, it's just. A t- this it kind of, like, year. reels you back in because of the balance. Yeah. Yeah. At this time of year, though, so flavorful. You know what I mean? Just great, great in those uh, summer nights, you know? I've gotten myself into trouble, like, so. Like one of the owners, Maddie. Shout out to uh, Maddie, Mr. Malloy. Um, he mixes deep eddy, lemonade, vodka, orange juice, uh, Quantro or like triple sec, okay, and orange bitters, and makes like this super fruity. We might like, need to call that the Maddie. <laughs> there's already a couple of drinks named after him. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah, it just depends. We also on, have a seltzer. Depends on the time of yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I just started to mix like a half ounce of vodka, orange juice. Some uh, just shake it up, pour it over ice, throw in a punch bowl, and then do like a float or a blue curacao. Ooh. And call it a purple haired punch. I like it. Yeah, it's tasty. They're dangerous though, Mm. because it's not 4.9%. No, it changes changes that ABV you're saying? Up just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So listen, we're going to go right into our next music break. And uh, Drew, you're going to stick around the studio with us and chill back? Sure. Yeah, we got yeah. some more things to talk about, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about that. So listen, coming up next, we got uh, The Ferns. is a new band to The Jump House. Uh, caught these guys up last week or two weeks ago now up at uh, Mill Yard Brewery. Very talented family band right here with a 14-year-old who has an unbelievable voice. They're going to cover The House of the Rising Sun coming up next. And we also got The Leaps with our man JT Horn who's a, a talented musician out of the New York area. Yeah, you brought him to Merrimack Gales yep. as a solo artist. Correct. And super talented. Very much so. And he, you know, his band, The Leaps, yeah, I'm excited to listen yeah, to him. Me too. This will be my first time hearing him. And then also we're going to go into Feel the Evolutionist and MoFlow coming up here on Wave Radio Boston Live. This is the Jump House, folks. Keeping that quality high. <laughs> Yeah, they call it the 
when we spit it Leaving future archaeologists Lyrical hieroglyphics But a messenger Head vibes we beat Kicking the under Making you wonder like Stevie Excal the sword Lord Lord and Phoebe's Cats got you open Rock a block like ski beats I'm seeing for the culture And the freedom That's the reason The sun, moon and stars The earth and the gods It's the XC Lord and Fee A couple dudes around 16 so beautiful She hang him in the Guggenheim Blew your mind with the pen and the verse X counts since 96 at 110 the verse Of course, making instrumentals uptown in Ski's crib Weekends take the rentals down from Boston like a ski trip The best secret ever kept, now the professor is Popping with them buddies, got them talking on their messengers Take me back in the day when the music would play We were ciphering in the hallway To the beats and the breaks, couldn't make no mistake For the X cow machete war where every metaphor will spit your world like Ecuador. Back and forth for bars and past. Nobody has ever been able to say that law applaud ain't fast now. I teach class forth and back to a college tours. Went from popping junk, now keep it a buck like the dollar store. Rip the sword while ski beats the soundtrack. Smacking a pack of rappers, X cow making a sound fast. Town in the lab on a Saturday night, feeling the glow, but on the low, the camp was mad high. Catching a vibe over glossy beats as the light shine bright over the gritty city streets. Rocking my Tims and soft bottle leathers. Man, I thought those days would last forever. However, living better now, bit of cheddar now. Rock a block with gems, that's the plan, girlfriend. Take me back in the day when the music would play. To the beats and the breaks, couldn't make no mistakes. Whether written or free, let it flow with the breeze. No, it wasn't a phase, cause the music would play. it down for a minute ain't going anywhere unless we travel into venice get in we about to take you for a ride it's been a tough journey people trying to kill the vibe what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right so let's see who puts up a longer fight i want this life Matter of fact, it's necessity So I'm a nice dude, but attack tracks aggressively, aggressively. Nothing personal, but if you ain't in step with me And how I work, then more than likely you won't cut a check with me check with Exit, me. please, stage left or right, it doesn't matter doesn't You gon' leave, kiss my ass as I'm up the ladder up the I ladder. raise the bar like I'm lifting up the whole counter The Hulk smash, your punk gas, your raw flowers Yo, they wanna hate, let them hate, yeah They wanna hate, let them hate Killing with kindness, I smile and I wave Send all that negativity to another Early grave like they wanna hate, let them hate, yo. 
They wanna hate, let them hate, come on They wanna hate, let them hate If you're bound to be great, it ain't up for debate Hey Glenn, this time it's the takeover Welcome back to the show, commercial break's over We make it bubble like we just sit and shake soda Stay and fly while you're stuck at a layover Jedi Master with rap, should've been named Yoda I don't just do this for the daps and the payola Tryna push it to the max while you stay lower You kiddies scribbling on scraps with a Crayola I'm a flying point sharpie, bleeding Through the paper every single time I start speaking Ain't trying to move a mountain, I'm trying to climb my own In other words, I ain't reached my peak end This ain't for credit from critics, better forget it Independent exhibit of murder in a sentence Mow with no gimmick, came to let them know the limits We just came to win the game, make our time for a scrimmage They wanna hate, let them hate, yeah They wanna hate, let them hate Kill them with kindness, I smile and I wave Send all that negativity to an early grave Like, they wanna hate, let them hate, yeah They wanna hate, let them hate, come on They wanna hate, let them hate If you're bound to be great, it ain't up for debate Nah, nah Yo, that was dope, man. Yo, that was some fresh new stuff right there from my boy Mo Flow. Mo Flow. Yo, shout out to Mo Flow. Shout out to Fee ending that right there on the, the back-to-back hip-hop tracks coming yeah, in. Absolutely. Hey, yo, this is Joey B from the Jump House. Thanks for listening to Wave Radio Boston. As always, we appreciate your support. We've got a lot of exciting things happening at the station, so be sure to follow us on Facebook at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. And also follow us at the Jump House on Facebook. And please, while you're at it, throw us a like. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, hey, listen, let's uh, let's give a shout out to all the people, you know, that were at Folk Fest, that were in Nashua, yeah. And then you're out. gonna be telling about what's coming up this week soon, right? Yeah, we got events coming up in about two, three minutes. But we just wanted to give the floor back to our boy Drew and <laughs> highlight some things that were coming up. Uh, just for you, let's talk about social media. Let's talk about how people can find you, follow you, stay up to date on the latest. Uh, that's going on at Dorchester Brewing Company. Go ahead, Drew. So, yeah, you can definitely follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Dorchester Brewing. Just uh, search for it, and you'll find it. Um, yeah, you can find me at Drew Shall 9 D-R-E-W-S-H-A-L, the number 9, if you want to follow me. And, uh, yeah, we got some events going on. We have a, a tap takeover at Tavern of the Tales and Mission Hill in Boston coming up. And, uh, a, like a beer dinner at the Banners Kitchen and Taps in uh, North Station area. Wow. Near the Tea Garden. Oh, yeah. Coming Banners up. is a great spot, man. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Hey, I also wanted to give a, a little nod to this whole thing right here, this Forever OFD, this double double IPA that you have. And uh, as I'm looking, I see the old banner here, and it's uh, in the old black and gold 02125. A little dedication, the uh, double IPA, a little dedication to Jimmy Hayes. Yep. So, That's yeah. very cool, man. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. It, was, it was a sad, uh, sad days. But you know, um, you know, he's a Dorchester kid. Yeah. And you said that um, the owner was is very good friends with his dad. Yep. So yeah, and like every like label that we have on our beers for retail, or if you're out at a bar or restaurant, has an homage or a depiction of something from Boston or Dorchester. Nice. So Forever OFD is perfect because if you look at the label, it's a triple decker. Something nope. that I live in on the second floor, and then the one little like intricate detail is the uh, satellite dish. 
if you ever go through Dorchester, oh, you'll see <laughs> there a satellite you go. dish on a bunch of houses. Yeah. It's always a it's always a funny sight. Nice man. Still getting that dish TV. Yep. There you nice. go, baby. There you go, baby. All right. Well, so hey, let's talk about this roof deck, man. You guys yeah. have you guys are known to have the best, uh, pretty much one of the best roof decks in the city, right? Yeah, you can see uh, South Bay to uh, downtown and further back into the Blue Hills, just from the top of our uh, building. And then coming up this uh, September, we're talking about the Fest beer coming. You guys go all out. You guys bring the leaders out. Yeah, leader hosing. You know, you can get uh, steins and drink really good fest beer. I think that's where I'm coming, Drew. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I think I might be coming when uh, the fest beer comes out. We're gonna have some steins. We might Lots have to of do a stein holding competition. Mustard. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Some. Uh, do you guys? Do they do any of the? Um, what's that pounded chicken? What do they call that again? Schnitzel. 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 Winsel? The chicken schnitzel. Do you guys make that? I think Eminem might do that. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> forget about it. Yeah, if not, if Gio and Candace are listening, please do a schnitzel. Yeah, add that to the menu. <laughs> For Joey B. <laughs> Pretty please. <laughs> Pretty please. Oh, man. No, this is great. Uh, you know, as far as you, we talked about the industry a little bit, obviously, there's, you know, so many uh, breweries. I mean, it went from. You know, 4,000, I think. Well, I mean, let's go back to the days of, like, the early 90s when, you know, you think about Harpoon. Harpoon was, like, number, like, one in the state, and now we got, like, 300 or a little bit under 300. But, you know, so many uh, breweries out here doing what we're doing, you know, talking about our beers. But the thing that I always like about the industry is how cool the people are. Yeah, the camaraderie and how we all want to help each other out. You know, I mean, everybody wants to. I want to see everybody successful and succeed in that light and just prosper. I mean, nothing is better than you know after a brew festival, you know, a, a beer festival or an event, and we're all like hanging out, talking, and we're exchanging beer. Yeah, yeah. We're giving each other the beers and we're saying, "Hey, man, you want to try some of this? Try some of that?" And we're like, "Hey, thanks, man." You know, and it's like, "Hey, you know, good luck," because um, it's not always like that. But I think the industry, you know, beer kind of brings that level of happiness you know as ben franklin said beer is the reason that god loves us no beer is living proof that god loves us Mm. and wants us to be happy copy that mr franklin mr franklin (laughs) good stuff i mean for the most part i mean obviously there's certain stories you know we there are are, are some people that are outliers but i think they kind of like push themselves out or it's like they naturally will go away but you know for the most part everybody's happy everybody's good Yep. yep that's all it can be yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the beauty of this industry is that you make these friendships that will last for a lifetime. Yep. Like, and from all of my brands that I've sold in the past, I still see some of my people. And, like, I'll say, I'll give Johnny Carson a shout-out from Copeland Package and Dennis Sr. and Jr. I hadn't seen them in a couple of weeks. And, like, I've worked with them when I was with my old supplier to the old distributor to Dorchester. And they've always supported me. Yep. So, I mean, that's the beauty of it. You Absolutely. have these people that you can count on for all, for all, all eternity, essentially. Well, again, because I think, you know, just knowing you here for a little while, we're just talking about, you know, people. And I think it transcends any business. And it's not like I always say people don't care what you know. They know they want to know that you care. And a lot of times what I'll say is, you know, I always, I always just try to find that genuine, hey, man, how you doing? How's your kid? How's yeah. this thing going on? What's going on with you and your family? And that's just me. But, I mean, you know, that's something that also, too, I mean, I think if people took a little bit more time and got to know people, I think that's, that's 
that's important in everything we do. Oh, I for agree. sure. 100%. I mean, like I've never been the like. I've always had this like this mantra that you make friends first, the sales will come later. I don't care about making sales. I mean, I do, but like, right. I just like being able to connect with people. That's more important than anything else to me. Yeah, and I mean, then it will eventually happen. Like you'll get the sales or whatever. But right. It's not I all mean, about that. That's how I felt when I first started in sales. That was my first time ever doing sales, and I was more so, how am I gonna get myself across not looking like a clown, more than worrying about if they're gonna walk out buying a beer. Because if I can leave there without them buying a beer, but they say, hey, that was a cool ass dude, I'm gonna leave an imprint in the back of their yeah, brain. Yeah, absolutely. They're gonna want it, more. It, it, like it your first not, impression is your huge. lasting impression. Right, right. It might not be the time. I mean, you know, I mean, sometimes people, especially if you're walking into a new situation, new new bar, new restaurant, new uh, liquor store, it may not. They just may not have the uh, shelf space, or it just might be not the, the not not the right day time. But you say, hey, look, you know, it's gonna make sense for you. Give me another chance. And uh, that's all. That's what it's all about. Is just continuing. Uh, re, you know, resilience is key. Yeah, you, I mean, it, sales. It's funny. Like you have to get punched in the mouth like nine times, fall down, and then get back up the tenth time and say, yeah. "Hey." It's the tenth time yeah. getting up and going back. Right? You can't that's give right, up. Yeah. Funny. Some selling beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. What? Drew, I just want to thank you again for yeah. coming into the studio. Yeah, Drew, thanks a lot, man. Uh, it was blessing great having us you. with this awesome craft beer. Um, and if you want to get down and check out uh, Dorchester Craft Brewing Company, uh, I highly recommend doing so. What's the ad- what's? Do you have the address offhand, the physical address, or they can just find you at DorchesterBrewing.com, right? Is that if you if you Google it, yeah? But I think it's like twelve fifty Mass Ave. Mass Ave, yeah. Yeah, we're just like south of um, right South off- Bay. South Bay, so do they take the South Bay exit off 93? Is that how they would get there? Uh, you can take, I think it's now exit 14 or 13. I can't remember. Okay. But you can, yeah. every, everybody yeah. has GPS yeah, have, these have, days. You, mean, you can search us on the internet. You can find us. Hey, I know you're a fan of music. Are you uh, seeing any shows? What are you getting excited for music-wise? I mm. haven't seen shows in a long time. Uh, yeah, Cypress Hill coming around in October. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. House of yeah. Blue. I really? might have to call you because you got some Boston Club connections with all that beer you're selling in there. I might have to get <laughs> you. I might say, yo, man, Drew, hook me up with some shows, we don't bro. We know about we do. Awesome, awesome seeing yeah. you, man. Well, Thanks listen, for coming in. Yeah, speaking about shows, we're going to highlight some uh, local events coming up right now. You're more than welcome to stick around and kick it till the next break. We're, we're glad you could join us on the Jump House. And so let's go right into this next segment, folks. Keeping the quality high. Life. All right, folks, and this is the Keeping the Quality Highlight segment of the show. We're going to highlight some upcoming local events around the surrounding areas. And this Thursday, August 4th, shout out to the Big Worm up in heaven. My dad, that's his birthday, Trent Lowell, uh, the 19th, uh, 19 Merrimack Street, Lowell, Mass. It's going to be the talk of the town and Sloth Entertainment presents We Set the Trend event hosted by Honcho, music by The Drunk DJ, Party starts at 8 p.m. Don't be late. Also, Saturday, August 6th. Check it out. That's my brother's birthday. It's going to be a big month at the Jump House. Partying all weekend. Remembrance parties, birthday parties. going to be a good time. August 6th, Trend uh, Lowell uh, also is going to have uh, the Summer Jam. It's going to be from 3.30 to 12. They're going to have 10, 11 vendors, five bands outside, five bands inside. And in the last hour, we're gonna feature these bands that are gonna be playing in that summer jam. And it goes as far as follows. Tis Tis Task, Space Casino, Kill Roy, Kill Joy, 
Black Hatch, Wired for Sound, the PAs, and um, many, many more that we're gonna highlight in the next hour or so. Um, but also, Saturday, August 13th, the sounds of Saturday with DJ Myth at the Shashkeen Pub, 909 Elm Street in Manchester. This is the best of the 90s and 2000s dance party. That's gonna be one hell of a time up there, especially with DJ Myth at that pub. That's that's where it goes down. The Shaskeen is one of the legendary, legendary. spots in Manchester. Oh. Manch Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And also August 20th, not only is that Cody's Pope CD release party that I'll be at, but that day is gonna be um, the festival at the Veterans Park in Manchester is going to be uh, a festival at the cornerstone of the summer experience in downtown Manchester. The event transcends across two decades of celebrating African, Caribbean, and Latino culture. Ruby Shabazz will be performing at this year's event, and we all know she's a big fan of the Jump House, and we are a big fan of her music as well. You can hear on a lot of those backtrack vocals on uh, Fee's music. And also, Wednesday, August 24th, the Omega Summer 4 at Nashua Garden. That's 121 Main Street, Nashua, New Hampshire. Dunn Booking Company is thrilled to announce the return of Omega Summer. Omega Summer is the end of the summer music festival created by Cody Pope in celebration of the near approaching birthday of his. This year, we will return for the fourth installment after the multiple year hiatus. And we have a fantastic lineup in place um, with uh, Feel the Evolutionist DJ Myth, Cody Pope, uh, A Lunar Landing, the whole Hellbound crew, and many, many more are gonna join us uh, at that event. And speaking about joining us, uh, we're looking forward to a phone call from uh, Mill City Events by Tara. She should be reaching us uh, any minute, trying to call in and promote her upcoming event at Regatta Field, uh, which is gonna take place this Saturday uh, got a bunch of local craft vendors out there. She's going to tell us all about that. So she'll be calling in. Here she is right now. Let's see if she can get this on the line the first time. Tara, are you there? Adam? Oh, hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. It's Tara with Mill City Events. Tara, how are you? Thanks for calling in. And uh, Tara, you are on the air. Live on the air. Uh, we want to thank everybody. I know. I've never been on the radio before. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to wow. set this background music. And listen, Tara, let's talk about this event that you have. Uh, you have upwards of 50 local vendors. Is that right? Am I, I got that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it keeps growing. It's, it's growing every day. Um, it's uh, this Saturday, August 6th, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., right on the Regatta Field, 381 Texas Boulevard in Lowell. Got about 50 vendors. We got food, stuff for the kids, face painting. All kinds of great food, um, lots of you know, lots of new items. We have a lot of handmade crafts, a lot of direct sale vendors there. It's going to be great to bring out the family. It's going to be hot but nice. Yes, it is. And now, what are some things that we could look forward to finding there? If we're in the search, I know you got Tupperware. I know you got handmade jewelry. Um, oh yeah. Talk about some of yeah. the things that we could find there that we might be interested in getting. Yeah. So we got Celeste swimwear out of Boston coming down to join us. Um, I also have Drip Thrift, which is a pretty popular um, little boutique for, you know, young adults and teenagers. I also have uh, Beats by Bee. She's a local jewelry yes, vendor. We've got Sensei. Yep, Bee. <laughs> we got some Sensei. So if you like candles, stuff like that, you can definitely find it there. 
uh, lots of different types of clothing. We got hip hop clothing, you know, um, t-shirts, green prints, you know, whatever you whatever you like. We've got something for everyone, basically. Yes, you do. Um, as far as food, we've got Greek food, you know, Asian food, American food, tons of stuff. Now, Tara, when it comes to local events and looking to get involved and people wanted to join your group and participate in future events, what are the best way for people to get in contact with you and or follow your events for upcoming uh, shows? Yeah, absolutely. So I, you can find me on Facebook, Mill City Events by Tara. I have a group page for vendors specifically so they can go on, join, find out what events you know have spots open. I also have a business page, uh, Mill City Events. I'm also on Instagram right now as well, and I've gotten a great, um, you know, response from people within the area. So you can find me at all three places, Mill City Events by Tara. That's great. Hey, Tara, this is Joey B. I wanted to ask you hey. a question. Uh, tell me about a little bit about how you started getting into this. Was it just, you, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, because, I know I think it's awesome, and you're giving... You're giving a lot of people a great opportunity to, to promote their brands and get their, uh, you know, get their items out. But what 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 uh, propelled you to make this happen? Yeah. So um, back in like January or February, I was actually looking for a craft fair for myself as a vendor because I actually make soy candles, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find anything in the area unless I wanted to drive an hour or two hours. And that wasn't really realistic for me because I work full-time. Right. So I just was like, I wonder how hard it is. And I just booked a hall and had and you an said event you, that was successful. Yeah, and you said to yourself, you you got to be kidding me. Nothing in the Lowell area to sell my gear, to sell my stuff? Yeah, that's crazy. No, I couldn't find anything yeah. that was remotely. And, and, you know, there are, there are some um, event organizers within right. the area, but they didn't have very good reputations either. Um, right. So, you know, anybody listening that, you know, might want to join one of my events, you know that you're getting 100% of my time and effort in promoting. Um, and I didn't really, I didn't really have that vibe from the few that were in the area that it would be worth my money to, to set up if there wasn't a guaranteed foot traffic. Right. So I've been doing this since you know February and it's That's been great. a success all around. Do so, you uh, plan to do it? You know, how, do you have a, a every month? Do you do an event or is it every couple months? What is generally your uh, your your calendar planned? So um, my next event's August sixth. I have one August twentieth. Um, from there, I'm shooting for September eleventh. Um, and September eleventh event is going to be held at Shed Park. Um, the proceeds from my raffle will actually be donated to the NYPD of the fallen um, service members and their families That's of 9-11. Cool. So those funds will be contributed. Um, and, and, you know, I've got one in, in October, November, December. So I've gone through the entire year, you know, having one or two each month. Um, it's great. just a great way for a lot of the vendors who have small Etsy shops and stuff like that to really get their name out locally. Um it's just been great for all of them. Tara, I don't know if you've uh, you've made a connection with E for All Lowell. Uh, this is Brad from Litter Crew. It's a program that we went through, uh, a small business accelerator program, free for all applicants. Uh, it was an amazing experience for us. But there's a lot of uh, you know small vendors. Uh, we'd have some some friends that are chefs and um, 
uh, a bakery out of Billerica, some a friend's sweets bakery. Mm. It seems like uh, this would be a program that you could tap into that would really benefit from something like this in the local area. Yes, yeah, so I actually did hear about that program, and I have a couple of people attending August um, 6th from that program. Fantastic. Um, yeah. One of them, yeah, one of them is actually a baker. She does, you know, cakes and, and all kinds of, you know, gourmet things. Um, and I also have another vendor um, who does kind of like uh, woodworking and stuff like that. Um, and both are both are great. They they own and operate their business, but they sought assistance, you know, through through local resources. So I was able to connect with them as well. Great, awesome, Tara. I really appreciate what you do for the community and the small businesses. I admire uh, truly what you do and all the energy you put into it. I definitely tried to do one myself. Got 10, 11 vendors at Merrimack Gales. It was highly successful, but it took a lot of energy, a lot of work, yeah. a lot of time. Absolutely. And like you said, we're doing full-time jobs on top of this. And yeah. it really helps to have a good network and team, which is why I was so, um, excited when I met you and I personally met you first in person this past weekend yeah, at we the Lowell Folk Festival. Uh, which was very nice, and um, I look forward to working on some big project. I know we've been talking about something in the fall, we something are. maybe at Collie Stadium where we uh, yeah. rent out the, the soccer field and the football field and do some big events. So there's definitely going to be something in the near future with Jumptown Entertainment and with Mill City Events by Tara for sure. Um, Absolutely. Tara, before you go, let's go one more time. Tell people about the next upcoming events and where they can find you and follow you and, and show your support. Absolutely. So next event this Saturday, August 6th, at the Regatta Field in Lowell. Um, the next event uh, after that would be August 20th at Chet Park. Um, you can also go on Mill City Events um, by Tara uh, page on Facebook and also on Instagram. I post all of my upcoming events and all of my availability for each event as far as vendors go. Um, my contact information's there, my phone number, anything you need. Awesome, Tara. Listen, you're always welcome back on the Jump House to promote any event in the near future because you know we're all about supporting local small businesses and you're a big part in that and you're always welcome here to promote anything. Awesome. Thank you so much, Adam. And again, you know, I see what you do for our local community and that's wonderful. Um, so I definitely appreciate what you do uh, in the Mill City as well. Well, thank you very much. Anybody else want to say the good No, place? thanks, Tara. It was great talking with you. You have a good one and have a great event on Saturday. You too. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care, Tara. Bye-bye now. You too. Bye-bye. All right, folks. You heard it here. So let's get out to the Regatta Field this Saturday and support Tara and those small businesses and get out there and get yourself a little something. You deserve to take care of yourself as well. So listen, we're going to get right into another uh, music break. This one's going to be some uh, hard rock that you may not have heard, but there's some new local bands coming around. We've played them once or twice on this show, and we're going to highlight them again. Why? Because they're the future of thrash metal. You're listening to Rave Radio Boston in the Jump House. I'm your host, Adam Jump, and we're keeping the quality high.
617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you.
are now chilling in the Jump House. That's right, folks. You're chilling in the Jump House with Adam Jump, Joey B, and our second guest of the tonight. We're introducing Brad Butenheins. Ding, 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 ding. I got it nice. Right. Very good. How we doing, Brad? Great to have you here, man. Great to be here. Very excited. Fantastic you guys, beers from Dorchester Very Brewing. good beers. You and came at a good night, man. Yeah, sure yeah. did. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's nice and warm. Didn't get rained on a bit today. Nice. So listen, before we get into Brad, anyone wants to join us uh, on the A-Bruce list on the line, that's 617-829-9283. Or if you have a text question for Brad or any of us, text us at 617-764-9283. Now, Brad, um, you're, again, one of these people who are involved in the community, who gets their hands dirty, rolls up their sleeves, gets involved. I'm all about don't just do your part, be a part. And that's what you're all about. And that's why I gravitate towards you. And when I moved back here into Lowell about a year ago, I had to get involved with the Lowell Litter Crew. And I was glad that you asked me to be a part of the team and the public relations side of things. So I appreciate you for bringing me on in this journey. And uh, we're glad to have you here. And I want to yeah. talk a little bit about how the LL Lowell Litter Crew came to be and what were the first uh, foundation steps that you had to take to, to make this a reality? Sure. So uh, I guess first off, Lowell Litter Crew, we spell crew K-R-E-W-E. It's an homage to the New Orleans uh, Mardi Gras Indians, their social aid and pleasure clubs. Okay. And uh, that's the way that they, they spell crew down in New yeah. Orleans. And so they were here this weekend. The, one the of the Creme Brass here. Band was here. And wow. they, yeah, the, the lead there is also one of the leads for Rebirth Brass Band. They put, you know, they're, they're classic, man. Awesome. I saw them so many times down in New Orleans. It was great to have them come up to my city. and. A shout out to the party band too. Oh, you yeah. know, to have the, the music Listen, in New Orleans playing I'm all the time. I'm kicking my ass for missing that. My yeah, blistered man, you foot. Can't I went that. to bed at ten, and I f I'm kicking myself. Yo, up. I was out there with them at the end of the night at Where Warp and Weft. Oh yeah. Uh, after seeing the, I mean, can I talk to you guys about Chris uh, X Teen and the Intense at Warp and Weft? So Boy. good. Right. So good. I mean, you want to talk about a power cover band like a band that like uh, you know so many places will have these you know oh we'll do this you know cover band for a specific group every song they play is you know it sounds like all of a sudden they did they did a jefferson starship jane wow and it sounds incredible yeah, you know what great I mean? so, diversity absolutely yeah, yeah. fantastic but we're, voices exactly so we're just lucky to be uh you know in the city with so much happening mm. but yeah that was cool but I, I, I digress, so <laughs> continue, Brad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I guess uh, Lowell Litter Crew was born out of the Lowell Canal Water Cleaners. They, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're a 15-year nonprofit in the city. Uh, once a month from, you know, April, May to October, November, they do a cleanup uh, in the waterways, in the canals, in the, in the rivers. Um, and, it, you know, it was, it was a great group. I had a great time volunteering, cleaning up this stuff, but I just... You know, I, I saw an older crowd and just knew that there had to be more young people that wanted to volunteer and we needed more accessibility and promotion of volunteer opportunities. Yes. So it took a little while, you know, but um, the, the, the creation of Lowell Litter Crew brought with, with us the mission of creation and support of volunteer opportunities with a focus on redevelopment of underutilized spaces, wow. uh, pu public spaces. So we, mm -hmm. we looked to, to act as construction management team and, and lessen the cost of construction uh, using volunteer labor so that people can get involved in the beautification of their home. Hell yes. Right now we're just we're just cleaning up trash. We're getting that place back to status quo. 
but we're, it, you know, fall's coming and we're diving into invasive plant species removal. We're going after knotweed, which is the bamboo that's along the riverbanks. Bittersweet, which is that vine that grows up the trees and mm -hmm. chokes them out along the rivers. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few others that we're, we're tackling specifically. Um, but this is the start to opening up the space so that we then ha can maximize our development area and make these playgrounds and parks uh, unique and places that people want to come outside and really right. participate in and enjoy their local environment. 100%. Because, yeah, because when you say the low litter crew started, it you know, you just mentioned a few years, you know, going back to the other organization Lowell litter crew itself is is about a year old yeah uh we, we did our first cleanup uh i guess fall of 2020 it was okay. it was a facebook suggestion by um uh, miss sofan um came up on Lowell live feed forum and we started talking about how we could how we could do a cleanup together right. uh i was already a part of the canal water cleaners and i borrowed their van uh, full of trash supplies and and her and I planned to clean up in like a week and we just figured we'd post an event. We'd start, we, the, it was her mother's neighborhood, uh, behind tire warehouse on 110. Okay. And we started at that little grass triangle behind the tire warehouse and we worked all the way to the connector and then under the, underneath the bridge, uh, I'm blanking on the name of the road, but out to the Dillboy wrestling club. And we, we were able to get that far wow. because 35 people showed up that day. Hell yeah. Uh, so you were all the way out to Tanner Street. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we made it to the Tanner Street corner. And, the, and there wow. was a homeless encampment right along the river there that, you know, we, we, we tackled the entrance to. Mm. And it was, you know, right from the beginning, a fearless group of volunteers. Um, it is because of the people that continue to show up every single Saturday that we continue to have events like this. Yep. Uh, every week there's somebody new. Every week, we see uh, you know the the same faces of people that come back week after week. There's some that you know come once a month. Um, it's it's an amazing group of people. I have to give a, a, a big shout out to State Representative Vana Howard, yes. 17th Middlesex. Mm -hmm. She's running unopposed. My state representative, very proud to be uh, in in her uh, district. But That's great. she was there at the first one. And she's been at there every single cleanup since then. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I'd love to Powerhouse. see how you have that involvement and, and get involved with yeah. council members and state representatives and there too getting right in side by side with these piles well, of trash they, with you. Well, the fact is, is they're getting involved, not in just like, hey, saying it, but they're doing they're it. They're doing it. You know, exactly. Brad, you had mentioned earlier that you, were, you grew up in Andover. But over the I don't over, say that too loud. Uh, <laughs> that's cool, you know. I, I know it was a cool city, man. But uh, Lowell's cooler. But anyway, no, <laughs> it's way better. But you, well, well, that was the thing we were talking about. We were talking about how. Tell me about that that love and passion because I I hear it in your voice. When did it like just resonate to you that it was like, hey, I really want to do. I I moved here. I'm here now, and I want to do more. Well, actually, I have a funny kind of anecdote about folk festival right and i wore my andover ultimate shirt because they were the first team that brought me to the festival the uh, ultimate the ultimate, the ultimate team? team we volunteered at the uh the solid waste and recycling program uh recycling and compost program at the folk festival awesome program and it was it was a great start a great introduction to lowell but i didn't really you know get to know the city of course you know i saw something great i saw an amazing music festival that now i appreciate even so much more mm. um but i was probably you know 17 I had my, my first car and my, my second girlfriend. And uh, we both lived like, on River Road down by the Chateau. And um, I wanted to go to Folk Fest with her, you know, take her into the big city, right? Yep. So I printed out the directions on MapQuest. 
And uh, it was the night before, and it didn't really factor in traffic or that there was a festival there the next day. So it told us to drive to the Chateau and get on 93 and then get on 495 and then get on the connector and wait in festival traffic for an hour and a friggin' half (laughs) when... You know, I didn't know till many years later when I, you know, it was four or five years later when I started at UML that I could have just driven down River Road on 133 and ended up at Shed Park and parked at the festival behind Thirsty First and been there in eight minutes. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and that was a strange kind of awakening to my to my relationship with Lowell and realizing it was so close from home to home. But like I still I still ran away from home looking for a new one and traveled all around the country and ended up back in Lowell and fell in love with it. And um and how long it's have you lived there now? How long have you lived there? 13 years. 13 years. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And I just, I just, you know, Folk Festival weekend is the one weekend where my friends come and visit me in Lowell. I'm happy to do so. I don't have to make them, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And I just wanted people to be able to see the beauty of the city that we live in the way that I do. Because I love this place. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the Litter Crew has been amazing because of the connections of people who also love this place. And it, the, the idea of just having a home that we can take care of if we just don't treat it like a shithole, you know, because it's not. It's it's an unbelievable place. And, yeah. and, and people just see trash on the side of the road and they come into downtown and, it, you know, there's, there's, you know, some questionable characters sometimes and um, they just don't understand the beautiful parts. Right. right. And so that, that's what it's all about for I, us. I think that's the thing for me, you know, I, how I appreciate, you know, what you're doing. And I, and I say to myself, you know the energy and effort that these you guys put in as you're picking up like you know couches and things that just obviously shouldn't be there is there (laughs) how much how much anger and you know (laughs) there's got to be a moment like okay this is pretty effed up that someone did this right like but you can't let that negative energy affect what you're trying to do sure and and at first it was definitely there um especially when we'd have to go back and clean up the same spot over again Mm. You know, there's definitely, and people, you know, it resonates, you know, people, people vocalize the idea of, you know, some frustration at wasting our efforts. But, um, you know, we believe that every time we go somewhere, we clean it to its fullest extent. And that's something amazing about State Rep. Vanna Howard is that she goes after the smallest little tiny stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. You know, because like, all I want to do is carry tires and couches. This is my gym. But everybody's got, you know, something that they love doing. And, 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 and we, we do subscribe to the idea that if we clean a place fully, it takes a special kind of asshole to throw the piece, first piece of trash on the ground, you know? You Not everybody's going to throw the first piece of trash. I but if there's that. a ton of trash on the ground, then, and if you have some trash, it's no longer, there's no negative anymore because mm-hmm. now it's just another piece of trash. Right. Right. So if... I like that concept if, that you're if saying. You, you yeah. know, if you just throw, it's the, it's the broken window effect. If you, yep. if you just, th- you know, throw something out of your car into a pile of trash, then there's no negative and there's a positive because then you don't have the trash anymore. But we're really reducing the time and we've seen evidence that the better we clean something, the longer it goes. The more often we come back and take care of a place, it's about stewardship. It's about connecting people to their environment. It's about helping people to believe that there are other people in this city and that's why it's important that we come out in force. We come out in big numbers and bring it, you know, and play some music. I, I made a mistake, right? So we get this little trailer with all the tools in it. And I looked at it and I said, you know, it would be wicked cool if we could pull up, blast some, blast some tunes. Oh, hell yeah. So we're going to hang these little speakers, uh, you know, 14 inches tall. And so I, I went to a friend of mine who owns a, a, a recording studio and, and he, could, he did some distribution of, of equipment. And, yeah. and I asked him for a 14 inch speaker. 
You know, I'm an engineer, not a sound engineer. I don't know anything about this stuff. And it turns out that a 14-inch speaker is the, the speaker in the middle. And then they build the box around it. So wow. I ended up with a fucking huge speaker. That one you had in the back of the truck? Way too big oh. to hang in this trailer, which is like half-inch plywood and a thing of sheet metal. Yeah. So, you know, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta kick it around a little bit more. But uh, the thing's loud. It's you know, and we can pull you can up on the block and everybody away. knows that we're there, yeah. which is important. It really is. It yeah. brings people. It does. It, when we were up in Nashua and you were playing that, and I could hear it at the beginning of the park. I was a little worried that they were going to hear it through it, the movie man. theater walls over there at Apple Cinema and <laughs> <laughs> Merrimack. Yo, listen, Bill Fee texted in and said, I bet Joey B once lost a couch on the highway off of Route 3. I bet the litter crew had to pick that up. In all fairness, <laughs> I lost a mattress and a box spring on 93 one time moving a friend to Wakefield. So. Yeah, that's a story in itself, guys. I have to bring that one up maybe later, maybe another time. But yeah, there was a, there was a couch that flew off on the highway not my re not my fault but that's another story right now uh, brad i want to take some time and highlight uh or go back to a point you made earlier on how uh, there needs to be a younger generation involved for the people who don't know i spent four years in the lions club uh with um people from ranging from the age of 35 all the way up to 75 who've been involved in in community organizations for 30 40 years straight um, and I was too seeing the same exact thing there. They were doing um, litter crew cleanups along Route 3, but only having a few members participate. Getting community involvement or getting the um, message out there was a tough thing to, to do and come by. And I totally felt um, the need to leave the Lions Club and participate in a group like the Lowell Litter Crew and the Litter Crew of New Hampshire uh, just because of how active they're involved in the community and they're not waiting and they're getting out there and just doing and posting in social media and doing videos and getting out there and showing themselves on the forefront and I think that's huge to the success and growth uh, that you've had over the course of the year and now you're bringing in uh, Chelmsford High students and Lowell High students to these cleanups is that right? Yeah we're doing our best it's it's proving to be a bigger challenge than expected um, we are working on hiring a uh, an educational planner so that we can you know be very effective when we do get the chance to sit down with a classroom full of students. Awesome. Uh, we try to make it accessible and fun for any people of any age. Um, you know, if if somebody shows up with their kids, we will absolutely find them something to do. We get some kid gloves. You know, we get some some trash pictures sure. that, that that anybody can use. Um, you know, we'll devote somebody a trained volunteer to you know take care of these kids and make sure that they have something that can they can get involved with. Well, the but thing, it, yeah. Well, I was just going to say the the thing I would tell you is is that with the high schools and the schools, you have community service hours. A lot of these students need those hours. Sure. So you know, getting involved with that kind of situation, these kids need to do that. That's a great opportunity for them to get those hours. It's uh, it's a hard job. We uh, we don't we don't take our time we, we go as hard as possible we only got three hours once a week three hours and we try to pick up as much trash as possible i'm very proud to say that since march of 2021 when we started doing this every single week when there wasn't snow on the ground we've had 600 unique volunteers devote over 6,000 hours of their time to the wow. beautification of the city of lowell in that time we've picked up over 180,000 pounds of trash I was just going to ask you, wow. Had it be removed. We pile it up, we bag it up, and uh, and DPW, between Parks and Streets Department, has been kind enough to, to pick up these piles for us and help us dispose of them. Yeah, big I, shout out to the DPW. Absolutely. Uh, because I think that plays 
um, a big role in the the cycle of this right. whole concept. Couldn't do it without them. We couldn't just pick up trash and leave it there, yeah. right? because that how would that reflect on us? Yeah, and uh, you know we certainly couldn't be funding the disposal costs, especially as a brand new organization with no funding. Right. And I think the the key that you mentioned though is we're going to go hard for three hours. We're going to do the best we can, and they people know they come three hours. They're giving it all they got. And they know that, you know, once that three hours is done, we're done for the day, but we're going to accomplish a lot. I hate going to the gym. This is this is my gym, you know. And it, we, I do it on Thursday with Life Connection Center and a couple of their, their people that they put with us. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple times a week. And then the party band, hopefully they play a concert every Friday night in the city of Lowell or something because <laughs> I'm going to dance. And then I get three exercises in a week. There and I guess go, that's man. plenty because I'm, I'm still at fighting weight. So <laughs> There you go, man. Awesome. Um, and when you're not doing this, what do you? What else are you doing in your uh, in your spare time? So I just started working with a, an architecture firm, uh, Studio Twenty Six. They're building an office on Market Street over the Market Street Market and uh, and Concept Six. Um, it bang, will bang, be bang, an, bang, an architect's office and and uh, yeah, you and mentioned. shared space, uh, co-working space. Um, so they are very focused on building for the nonprofit community by lowering construction costs and providing a, a unique, effective design build experience. They awesome. brought me in as their build side of the operation and um, I'm building the uh, Heard Street Center for Hope and Healing, which is the sexual assault and rape crisis center of the Merrimack Valley. Oh, wow. So they, they've got an existing home on George Street. They're a great nonprofit, but they've purchased their own building for the first time. They're expanding their space and their operations and uh, we're, we're doing our best to, to, to fit out their new home. That's great. Yeah. Now, is that your background, Brad? Architecture? Construction management. Construction management. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm acting as construction management and, uh, and superintendent for that job. That's great. That's awesome great stuff. stuff, Brad. It is. Yeah. yeah it's been a blast. Yeah. Uh, you know, I took my motorcycle to work today. Yeah. It's been awesome. Keeping, working, playing, living in the city of Lowell has just been a treat. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's the stories that you're saying about you you've you've lived in the city for you know 13 years but what you're given given back to the city and you know it's just amazing what the the volunteer hours yeah and what's going on well, i was i was never somebody to pick up trash by myself um it's just not something that i did it was great to do it with a group mm. but you know it, it was an endless battle yeah. Uh, to do it as a single person and one of the beauties of litter crew is that we've found a ton of people who used to pick up trash by themselves And now we got our own little garbage family Nice. Brad, yeah. uh, I have a feeling you're gonna see Joey B at one real soon. Too. All right, baby that'd be, awesome. that'd be awesome. We just had a question We're gonna find some big stuff for from, you uh, kid from Rick. Give Fleck. me some couches Rick Maybe Fleck the one I found know, on Route 3. What is the craziest thing you found while cleaning up trash? I found a, a, a uh, Not I it was uh, a couple of our volunteers found um an ammo box full of hollow points at first street in the VFW the other day. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty gnarly. Um, you know, we pick up a ton of needles, like a lot, a lot of needles, but we got, you know, ANSI A4 level gloves. Um, yeah. we have PPE, you know, almost too much of it. It's filling up the van. Um, you know, it's it's. Yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. It, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dirty that stuff, ammo. man. <laughs> there was a ton of fish that we pulled out of you know, just rotted dead fish Ooh. pulled out of the canal. It's uh, it's not always glamorous. You know, flipping over those rain buckets is not a fun Ooh. job. No. But, but you know, there's plenty of places if you got a sensitive stomach, we'll we'll still find a place that you don't have to be downwind. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, man, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> There's something surprising every week, and I, I, I like to keep some mementos. Any scary mannequins out there and looking <laughs> at you, you know? I, I thank a lot of people that we haven't had, you know, found anything that used to be living, you know? Um, right. It's, it's yeah, actually it's been thankful. great, you know? <laughs> we, uh, it's, all, it's all been things to laugh about in the end, so... Right. You know, except for the needles. Well, listen, uh, Brad. That, ain't, that uh, isn't a joke. I hope you stick around because we want to get back after this next music break and talk about the highlights of the Lowell Folk Festival and um, the good and bad that we can take from that with a couple of our own stories that we had. Uh, so we're going to get into a little bit of a hip-hop. You're one and only Revolution the Tower Bowl out of Lowell, Massachusetts. We got Chi Tashi out of Lowell coming up next. We got uh, more from MoFlow and our boy Cody Pope. All coming up next on Wave Radio Boston Live here at the Jump House. Keeping that quality high. Rock and roll, baby. Dark magic, sorcery, the black mage. I'ma bring death to the world like the black plague. Seances, upside down crosses, demonic forces. Burning wooden torches, black extended hearses. Voodoo body piercing curses. Put your body in the dirt, right where the earth is. Wanna see your insides, not just the surface. A lot of people on this planet are fucking worthless. Late nights, full moon, homicidal urges. Wash the blood from my shirt with cheap detergent. Late nights, cops emerging, they be lurking. Paranoid high, got me looking through my curtains. Lucifer was an angel for he fell. Kick magnetic revolution, we see y'all in hell. One. Put your hands up or just hit the deck. Give news to your crews, you gon' get them next. Rev, make a show there ain't no witness left. Mag, got the tech like Smith and West. Put your hands up or just hit the deck. Give news to your crews, you gon' get them next. Rev, make a show there ain't no witness left. Mag, got the steel like Smith and West. You ain't gotta go to prison just to see if they crowded. Revolver, make a revolution, nothing deal about it. Throw fake Philly rappers, have the Eagles surround them. Done made that thing ring. Then repeat how they sound. Yeah, nothing changed but maturity. Paint on the currency, paint in the purity. The best way to bury me is overdue bills. And it's just more fuel, make it over two mil. Got the mop of blue steel, plus my daughter's health care. Homie, loan me the Mac, consider that self care. Find the wealth there. Taking all your funds with that. Handle beef right in the mall, like it's done the back. That's a food shop to do wop with duet like Wu Block and have you running frantic through a few spots. Magnetic, always put the work in. Far east to east coast and anywhere you surfing. Put your hands up or just hit the deck. Give news to your crews, you gon' get them next. Rev, make a show there ain't no witness left. Mag, got the tech like Smith and West. Put your hands up or just hit the deck. Give news to your crews, you gon' get them next. Rev, make a show there ain't no witness left. Mag, got the steel like Smith and West. Oh, yeah. 
my name is to call me handsome I want it all handsome All of my shots are ones. I want my bloods in tandem Niggas hating it ain't random Cause I'm hotter than the summertime wearing flannel See the trophies on the mantle God give me nothing that I can handle No side mobbing out of Sopranos Best bet on myself when I gamble Game seven, seven days a week Worldwide, we just step in the peace 24-7 till we get a piece My baby tuition ain't getting no less My boy put the gun on the dresser I'm in the baby with weather This palette be better I need a good to cheddar I need a chopper go wetter I need a trip for my brother Need to retire my mother When it ties with the genuine leather Even competition know that I'm better Yeah even my sauce got sauce I'm walking on water uh-huh. Yeah, how many women I fucked at this party is bound to get awkward Yeah, how many people got water in their faces like Phantom of Opera Yeah, put so much time in the feet of my city, forgot about chakras It is with me and my heat uh, I advise don't give a reason uh, I advise stay inside when the lights out cause it eats season Round here we only eatin' what we kill and you nigga brought season can't start us, got even. Can't take away from my achievement. All the blessings that I've been receiving. Yeah, she know my name is to call me handsome. I want it all handsome. All of my shots are animals. I want my blunts in tandem. Niggas hanging in it random. Cause I'm hotter than the summertime wearing flannel. See the trophies on the mantle. Take. Got strings that hit you like a UFC heavyweight Yo, I hit my homie like it's Medicaid Then cop it on the low and I gotta go Medicaid More fried than KFC Ask if I want another pull, I'll say yes please Roll up, write rhymes, how I stay stress-free Man, you know I get high like the great SP Smell like Jay, that's me You know I need my Mary Jane Like Spider-Man, rolling sticky to sit by the planes Ha! Clear-headed as I've ever been You can hate it all you want to me, it's medicine Yeah, so all my smokers in the place Do me a favor, make sure your smoking hand is up Yeah, then repeat after me, it's like this simply Yo, I love cannabis What? What? I love cannabis Come on, come on, I love cannabis Ha, ha, I love cannabis One more time, y'all, I love cannabis Ever since I heard smoke Chiba Chiba I've been rolling up the reefer and I prefer the sativa Ready meth with two of my favorite teachers Had me yelling la 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 As I sit back 
And I spark it Take a couple rips I get higher than a starship Got my ass sitting right about where Mars is No wonder why they used to call me Marvin Martian Yeah, you know I always have a few rolls For my travels every time I go and hit the road Hit the smoke while I'm driving down the interstate Feeling great, inhaling and it circulates Throughout my body, a wonderful sensation Exhaling, it's mental meditation Just trying to vibe out Take the high route So if you're feeling the words up out of my mouth Then I just ask all the smokers in the place Do me a favor, make sure your smoking hand is up Yeah, then repeat after me It's like this simply Yo, I love cannabis What? What? I love cannabis Come on, come on I love cannabis Ha, ha I love cannabis One more time, y'all I love cannabis I love cannabis Smoking hand is up, yeah. Then repeat after me, it's like this simply, yo. I love cannabis. But this 
unemployment. Physical rap goods, survival of the fittest. Make more off a CD shirt, hoodie, or fitted. Physical rap goods, media, you know, middle man. Bands, you integral to this intricate little plan. Physical rap goods, survival of the fittest. Make more off a CD shirt, hoodie, or fitted. Physical rap goods, media, you know, middle man. Bands, you integral to this intricate little plan. You are now chilling in the Jump House. Hey, you want to hear your original music on Wave Radio? Because we're playing a lot of homegrown bangers. Mm. Email us at MediaWaveBoston. Well, excuse me. Let me say that again. Me- yeah, that was just well, we can- <laughs> Let's back that up. Let's email email us, right? And we're, you're going to email us at, at thejumphouse at gmail.com. And then email a song or two and tell us a little bit about you. We'll get that song. We'll profile it. We'll get you going. And, uh, dude, we're just playing that homegrown here. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. That's right. And we're continuing our conversation with Brad, co-founder and executive director of The Litter Crew. We want to talk a little bit more about bulk disposable. Uh, bulk disposal and the importance of that within uh, communities like Lowell and surrounding areas. And the big problem that it actually um we, we tend to see couches, yeah. TVs, tires, uh, in beds, parks, yeah, planes, just yeah. dumped. I was just telling that story, you know, this discussion. I was driving down Rogers Street. I was going right past um, Fort Hill Park. Fort Hill Park. Yeah. I was going down, and there's a smaller park there over the canal there. And I forget the name of the little Jolene park. Dubner you on got the other it, side man. of the canal. So I'm yeah. looking, and I see some couches. I see a chair, and I'm like, you know, frustrating because, you know, it's a beautiful little spot, little place to hang out in. You know, here you have all this trash. And you had mentioned, well, one of the reasons you see that is because of the lack of bulk disposal. Sure. Um, Jolene Dubner was actually the first uh, public access to the Concord River ever created. Wow. Yeah, it's a great historic park. Uh, Muldoon Park was second right by, by our, you know, our facilities over there at Merrimack Ales, right yep. by the my bridge. house in yep. South Lowell. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess b- before I get started, um, you can find us, Lowell Litter Crew. Again, that's yeah. Lowell Litter Crew is K-R-E-W-E. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, our website is lowelllittercrew.org. Um, a quick shout out to Coalition for a Better Acre, who has taken us on as, as fiscal sponsor. They are an established 501c3 while, while we're working on our own formation documents. Nice. Uh, it'll take about a year to process, but they are submitted. Um, you know, they, 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 their trust in us as an upcoming, uh, you know, charitable organization has been um, absolutely monumental. Mm. And uh, we couldn't have done it without them. But they, they jumped right on board, uh, offered to be our fiscal agent uh, right from the get-go. And uh, w- there was a great party tonight at National Night Out over in North Common. Um, oh, today was National Night Out. It and was. You, and you were at the North Common getting dunked, right? Yeah, I got yeah. jumped in the dunk tank real quick. And... Uh, some yeah, people just, got you. It's just a treat to see the see the kids out there playing. You <laughs> was know? a good crowd. Oh, it was awesome. And CBA throws a hell of a party. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so yeah, the, the the bulk disposal sites, right? So we see people, but you know we don't see them. You know, it's usually in the middle of the night. Right. And uh, we know that they got to be driving these, you know, these bulk items to public spaces because, you know, they're probably not walking a couch down the street. You know, right. they're pulling up, they're dropping it off quick. 
I know that it's an issue with contractors, um, but the, the, you know, the, the, we can't just blame people for the problem. While you know, it takes a special kind of person to skirt, skirt the rules and a certain disrespect for the environment, um, you know, I really believe that the issue comes from the cost of disposal of these items. Mm. It costs like, like thirty to fifty dollars for your each piece of your your mattress. So that's like, you know, sixty to a hundred dollars for your mattress and box spring. And is that the of. city's cost? The cost is if you're a city resident and you wanted to throw yeah. away a couch or a mattress. Yeah. It would cost you fifty dollars, thirty to fifty dollars per item. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's it is prohibitive to some people. The, Lowell is not a high net worth city. We know this. You know, there's right. lots of people that are struggling, and that cost is is a game changer. Right. You know, if if you you know something falls apart and you got to get rid of it, you know, you, get, you eventually you got to replace things. And so I I believe that there there's a, a a lot of facets to this answer, but something that has to be considered more is the creation of a of a bulk disposal site with either a reduced cost or free to residents of the city of Lowell, we need to figure out how to grant fund this project. We need to find uh, and create a space for a development like this. And we need to figure out how to staff it with city employees because that is the way that we keep these items off the street. Right. And, and the visibility and, and the presence of these items will always exist if it costs money to throw them away. Mm. There will all, it will always exist. And, um, it's it's a it's a, a long-term goal but it is something that you know i personally will be pushing for and i i, I think the the organization of the litter crew will is be that something for that the well. organization will be doing yeah that's great you you just mentioned some really exciting news that you ha that you have um going on with the, with the low litter crew sure so um we are in uh planning phases we're about to approach survey and design uh for our first development Mm. Uh, we were funded $300,000 out of the, the Massachusetts ARPA bill. That's the American Recovery Plan Act. Our state, state legislators um, uh, funded us through this bill in order to, um, you know, give us a jump start in our development careers. Um, we will be targeting the Gold Star Park in Centerville, which is the, the park with the veteran, Veterans Memorial just on, uh, on the downtown side. So it's on the Centerville side of the river on Bridge Street, right next to Cap Auto. Mm -hmm. There's a little park there and there's a trailhead that goes down to the existing Centerville Riverwalk path. Um, our job will be to activate that park and make it somewhere more util util um, easily utilizable. Uh, that's not the right word. <laughs> Utilize, no. <laughs> there's, there's a word in there somewhere. Yeah, but it's no, it sounds, it sounds uh, good, man. <laughs> so uh, we, we want to regrade that path out to ADA requirements so that it's not got the steep tail end that keeps eroding away. Mm -hmm. We want to open up so people feel safe there. We, um, we are working off a design that was uh, community uh, driven by DIY Lowell, which is a sister nonprofit under the, under the umbrella of Coalition for a Better Acre. And um, you know, we, we believe that we can, we can utilize the volunteer labor to reduce costs, even if we're working at prevailing wage. Um, this is a, a part of a piece of the money that we'll take to really activate that Centerville Riverwalk from Bridge Street to Aiken Street, the Cox and Ouellette bridges. But we believe that if we can really drive funding in this area, then we can push for the DOT to make it a better crossing intersection so Absolutely. that the people of Centerville can utilize this space, which is the Merrimack River. It's our yes. foremost natural resource area in the city. It's, it should be easy to make the decision to fund 
projects there. And I'm not just saying that because we're doing it. You know, this is the, this is an underutilized Riverwalk area in and along the banks. Just be, you know, downtown's getting a great one, you know, on the downtown side. But there's there's just as many people on the other side of the bridge, if not more. And right. I don't know the numbers, but um, no, that's great. You know, that you we're guys excited. Are in the of that. Now that is that is going to go into planning, hopefully, in 23 or. Like, so we're we're about to hire um, surveyors and d design engineers for this development. We um, we hope to be permitting um, sometime over the winter and uh, in early spring, and then getting going sometime next year. Um, you know, as as it is, we we are still working uh, closely with the government entities, and so it's proving to be a little slower than expected. But um, yeah, you know, it, we're we're hopeful. Um, we've still got some work to do, you know, before we can get going. But it's it's exciting. It's it's we're blessed to have the opportunity to, uh, you know, be, be working as construction managers on public space. That's great, man. Oh, yeah. So for people that want to get involved, like they're hearing us right now and they're excited about what's going on, when's the next event they can be a part of? On Saturday. Saturday we will be at Sheehy Park, which is just, uh, just near UML South Campus and the Animal Shelter. We're going to be working along the bank of the Merrimack over there, and we're going to do our first knotweed removal event of the season. So the whole bank... The first, you know, five feet between the water and the and the grass is just loaded with tall stands of knotweed. Mm. We're gonna chop them all down. They're gonna get picked up by the DPW and sent to the incinerator as invasive species. Nice. Um, and then we'll be uh, figuring out how to treat this. As you know, it'll take multiple years to to eradicate this issue. But we we want people to be able to stand on the riverbank and look at the river instead of looking at an invasive species. Right. Right. Um, and, but we do. We do this every Saturday. We, we will find a job for people of all ages and all abilities. There's no registration required. We do all the waivers on site. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, again, Facebook and Instagram, LowellLitterCrew.org. Again, that's K-R-E-W-E. And um, the sweet come join us anytime. No Nolans, the sweet NOLA. Yeah. Nice way to spell it. For all that folks who wanted to know more about that uh, Golden Star project, I just linked uh, a DIY Lowell um, that broke down the description of it to the our DIY Facebook page. Lo, DIY Lowell. Yeah. Yep. So go to the Facebook page of uh, the Jump House and you can find out more about that exact project that Brad was just highlighting. And uh, guys, let's take some time to highlight some of the great experiences past weekend at the Lowell Folk Festival. I got to be honest. Uh, I hit downtown Friday night and walked directly into Mickey Ward himself. That's the first person I saw walking into the Folk Festival this year. And I said, hey, we're already off to a good start. That all started off well. It started off very Mick's well. Mick's a good dude, man. Yeah, very nice I guy. Mean. Funny little story. My Uncle Bob tells me a story that um, Dickie kind of slapped my father in the face at the bar over there across from Captain John's back in the day. Uh, my dad was hanging around there, and he was with his buddy, Roger. And Roger, I know growing up, was a fucking jackass, fucking quick big at mouth. the mouth. Was big he a big mouth? mouth. Uh, yeah. And so my dad was wanting to, to stand up for people and say, hey. And then Dickie fucking kind of gave him a backhand slap in the face. Say, you know who you're talking to? Was that that bar across the street that I heard that they actually had the urinal when you you sat at the bar that you didn't have to get oh, up? No. There was a I urinal. Didn't hear that about that. Oh, Jesus. I did not hear about that. No, no, no. They had a, they had a little trough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understood you. No, that's <laughs> horrifying. But uh, let's talk about uh, Joe and Brad. A couple of your highlights, takeaways from this year's uh, Lowell Folk Festival. 
Brad, go ahead, man. Tell yeah, us the story. Yeah, so, um, you know, party band first and foremost. I've, I'll, I'll always be at the party band shows when they play in Lowell, especially Folk Fest. It's such a great time. Uh, I love the Creole band, Cedric Watson and the Bijou Creole. Um, the Argentine Tango, the Pedro Gerardo Tango Ensemble. Their, their dancers were just phenomenal. Wow. Um, you know, love the night bands. Um, just the, the food, the environment, the friends that came out. My mom came and visited this folk fest with nice. one of her friends. She's we still living in Dover? Andover? No, no, no. She lives in Bristol, New Hampshire now. She, oh. she trekked it all the way came down with down. a friend that's got a camper van, and we partied it up until the wee hours. And, nice. Uh, yeah, man. Great time. I spend, I've, I've got a, a longstanding tradition of spending Sunday in my hammock right outside of City Hall. So I recovered. I ate a lot of fried rice awesome. and egg rolls, and I chilled. <laughs> and whoever's playing on that stage over there at Market Street Dance Pavilion, uh, Arcan Street Dance Pavilion, that's what I was listening to. Dude, you post up with a with a hammock Hell at yeah. City Hall. I yep. love that. That's I awesome. had an air sofa too, so there was an extra seat around. But that if is people great, want to stand, no, stand hey, sit, then they can. Stand I need sit. to know Chill. that now. I know where to find Brad yeah, on every Sunday, Sunday, and at Festival. I might be posting up next right. next year. Yeah, there's more trees, swings. man. We need we need more hammocks hanging in, in there. I was trying to figure out what an eight-person hammock looks like while I was oh. sitting there. That was my, my daydream of the festival on Sunday, <laughs> just like needing something to do with my mind while my body was recovering. Yeah. A lot yeah. of walking, a lot of all sorts of oh, stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. The dogs were barking. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, what about you, man? You know, if I had to say one thing about one word, like describe the Folk Fest, I'm going to say it. I just think it was vibrant. Mm. Vibrant. The fact that these so many people from so many different uh, ages, ethnicities, where they came from we're all on the streets listening to the great music great world music music in the clubs my day started off great when i started the folk fest i actually did the pregame i went thursday night it was a big yeah. pregame folk fest i'll be honest with you friday was hard for me because i was kind of like i want to get out there uh, but i i kind of was out late on thursday so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna save it up for saturday right but friday in the afternoon i wound up going to raf Rafts chips. Oh, yeah. And I had Mia made me up a banana milk tea. You guys like Laffy Taffy? Oh, hell uh, yeah. Not banana flavored. It tasted like <laughs> it was a banana flavored Laffy Taffy. I just went there too. That place was great. Mia is amazing. She's, uh, I actually saw her. Actually, we talk about the music. And I mean, my, my sister, Milltown Lights, played on Friday. Great show. Heard it was a great, great show. Great show, yeah. I, I was there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, always a great time. I mean, it was just great seeing all these artists get a chance to stay in the city and play and perform all around the city and stay in their city. Uh, but yeah, getting back to uh, Mia, she actually. I saw her at fr on Friday, and I said, hey, she's like, oh, I also work over at, um, uh, what's the name of the pizza place? Tremonte. Oh, yeah. Oh. She was downtown in Tremonte. She's like, yeah, she's my last, it's my last weekend because I'm actually going, you know, with everything going on with the wrath, with the restaurant, the business, the wrath chips, I have to leave. So all of a sudden, I see her on Friday with that killer banana-flavored milk tea with mm. the boba, and I got some of that nice honey garlic. Oh, yeah. Beef. Oh. Yeah, their stuff's awesome. I was chewing awesome. on some of that last night at work. And then I was hanging out, and I saw her on Sunday. I was I finished the uh, folk fest over at Tremonte, having some nice beverages and a couple couple uh, nice. slices. If you so. like the Cambodian beef chips, there's also a place uh, Ra Ra's that opened up at Luke's Roast Beef over by DPW on Middlesex. Is that where it is? Uh, in that okay. little window over there. Cool. Yeah. Okay, have, that's good to know. It's the only yeah. beef chip I have not tried in the city yet. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. So we yeah. might have to bring that on the show and do a final 
who's got the best chip on. Yeah, right. because Raps. that whole that whole thing is a, a Cambodian Asian kind of uh, yeah vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. At least that's how it was introduced to me. Yeah, no, yeah that's how as soon as you get done, you know, finishing your your roast beefs, <laughs> I think I kind of like hurt myself on them, and I I, I ate way too many. How so it's about been a while? Can but you I put I owe Tess is a trip pretty soon. Can you put a yeah. can you put the beef chips crumbled up in the roast beef? Uh, you definitely could. Well, we were it's doing a, that with George's Deli do. cheese sticks. I mean, they were phenomenal that night at, at Merrimack Ales. Yes, they were. I mean, so you can do a lot of things with those beef chips. You can do, you know, eggs Benedict and, and use that as crumpled bacon and do it like that. Salt if you want. Bay over here. You guys should see them. Salt <laughs> Bay. <laughs> you just pulled the Salt Bay. Uh, but listen, I wanted to get into my story about Sunday and how I went into trend to go support um, Sloth Entertainment's uh, showcase of Jamie Chan, 12 to 2. Mm-hmm. And then you had... Um, you had the uh, Dire Holiday. The Dire right? Holiday from 2 to like, 4. Yeah, 2 and to 4, 2 to 5. 4 to 6 was uh, the OBD project. So I roll up there, 12, 15. Classics, the whole lot of them. Go through the back door, right? And uh, there's this dude who was bouncing. He was a greenhorn. I was eyeballing him all weekend over there. Never visited them all weekend until Sunday, but I knew he was new. And so I go over there and I try to get in. And he goes, whoa, we're closed. We're not open to the public. I said, what do you mean you're not open to the public? You're advertising 12 to 2. And you got the dude who's playing 12 to 2 right there with nobody around. So why is this dude playing if you're not open? He had no answer for me. I said, man, I'm done talking to you. Go get your boss. Let me talk to who's in charge of you. Before I could even blink an eye, two big ass dudes come walking over to me. My size, tatted up. Two of them I both recognize from doing bouncing in regular low clubs throughout the city over the course of the years. One I know I didn't want to fuck with because I know his story. And I said, listen, I'm here to promote Jamie Chan and the events going on. I'm going off of what you guys are advertising online from 12 to 2. And that's why I'm here. And he's telling me you're closed and you're not going to let me in. I think that's a bunch of crap. And so he goes, oh, well, we're not opening until one, and we're still setting up and all this. I said, that's great. I just want to come and get a picture of Jamie Chan and, and post it on, on my socials to help spread the word. Um, so they said, all right, hold on right here. They, 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 they bring me over to Jamie. They're like, do you know him? And he's like, yeah, he's good. And so then like, oh, it's all good. It's all good. So then they eventually let me in. But, you know, kind of left a bittersweet taste in my mouth, you know, and I get that trend is new and that they're still learning, and this is their first um, fucking Low Folk Festival experience, right? Yeah. So, but you know what the unfortunate thing is, is that here you are, you know, you're, you're all about promoting the city, promoting events. The fact that they had Jamie Chan, who's a talented dude. Very. Great music, good vibes, and he was scheduled to play earlier than they were planning on opening. Correct. Yeah, too bad. That's a problem. It was a problem, and... and, and we were talking on the side, and, and he noticed that. And, and so we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm not shooting trend down because I'm highly promoting them right now. Yeah, we had our volunteer appreciation party there. That's you where do. we released Karan- our logo. Karanika's birthday party is going to be there yeah. next at the end of this month, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. So, Sometimes um, just as a disconnect be from between the uh, promotion company and, and the uh, entity. And, and that might have been what happened. So, yeah. yeah. Like an yeah. unfortunate screw up in this case. So then that's what I did. I reached right out to Sloth Entertainment. And I said, hey, listen, I want you to know that I was frustrated with this experience. And within 30 minutes later, Sloth replies back to me saying, hey, I'm sorry about the experience. We talked to them. We worked it out. I hope you could come back. I said, absolutely, I'm going to come back. And, and lo and behold, we get to talking. And now we're Facebook friends. And this next whole list of music coming up, we're going to play a whole half hour of local 
homegrown joints that will be featured this Saturday at Trend. All right, so we want you to go out and support these local musicians from the surrounding areas, all the way from uh, Salem to, to Methuen, all around the Lowell area. They'll be here, and this is going to be, um, I want to get it right. Fill it in, Joe. What? No, I was just going to say, so this is going to be at Trend uh, New England this weekend? Yep, there it is. The Lowell Summer Jam at Trend New England. All right, it's going to be... 11 vendors and five uh, acts playing inside and five acts playing outside. And that's on Saturday and Sunday? Or? That's on Saturday. Saturday. Yes. Nice. Uh, so that's going to take place from 3.30 to 12 at night this Saturday, August 6th. And like I said... We're playing all the music that you're going to hear? What, we, what you're going to hear oh, next... Some of it. They're all playing at they're that They're all event. playing? Okay. Every single band that that's I'm about great, to play man. is going to be playing there. And shout out to all these bands that sent me in their uh, tracks in the last 24 hours. I tried my best to get you guys all in here. Yeah. So without any further ado, we're just going to get right into it. We should we should thank Brad for being here. We definitely should. I think we Brad, Sorry, Brad, 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 thanks so much, you know, for coming tonight and uh, talking about all the amazing things that the Lowell Litter Crew are doing, is doing, and will be doing. And it was awesome to get to know you and a little bit and uh you will see joey b at an event soon joe adam thank you very much for having me i really appreciated my time with you hey you're very welcome hey enjoy this music y'all i love that logo too by the way this lo your logo's fire thank you very I much. i need i need some stickers so this was uh this was created by by four wins one breath you can find them on instagram uh it was it was pro bono and we love it too Awesome. Let's All right, folks. This is your host, Adam Jump of the Jump Town. Right now, we're getting into that homegrown local joints right here on Wave Radio Boston.
texting on our phones over who we should believe and what we choose to do. An invisible cloud has tainted our air, but many people just don't care. They riot and protest in the streets and choose Russian roulette to vaccines. So follow the mob and keep yourself free. It's not free choice when you pass your plate to me. Bite the bullet and keep yourself free. We may be smarter than the average bear, but it's hard to tell when it's hard to suck air.
You make me 
All right, folks, that was just a nice local homegrown joint jam. Homegrown set. And you can find all those bands that you just heard this weekend at the Lowell Summer Jam, brought to you by Sloth Entertainment at Trenton, New England. That's 19 Merrimack Street this Saturday, August 6th, from 3.30 to 12 at night. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Dorchester Brewing Company, go check them out. Go show them some love if you're down in the city. Yeah, you can buy them too. There are a lot of spots around Lincoln Liquors. Uh, I mean, yep. you know, we we uh, they got some great beers, man. I'm I'm sipping on the. Uh, I had that great Pilsner. Now I'm finishing uh, a little bit of the Neponset Gold. That was a great golden ale. Yeah. And Drew was great, man. Talking about his story a little bit and what's going on over there at the brewery yeah a lot of action and i'm gonna get down there and try that m&m barbecue too yeah that's on the deck. list brad was awesome brad's great i mean he continues to be a driving force in the community leading by example this is what we need more leaders i truly truly believe that we need more leaders pointing people in the right direction especially this younger generation getting them involved in the community getting them off their asses off of the phones off of that technology and out in the community is huge Yep, and I just think that what he, what he has going on is such a, a force. I guess that's the word I'm I'm thinking right now. Just like a awesome force that when you guys show up at a, a place to clear out, it it must be just like magic. Absolutely. So uh, I want to end this show with some shout outs. Uh, shout out to Everlast and going 30 years on Jump Around. Yeah. Um, that was a cool story you you shared on your on your page about how he was shopping jump around to a record companies yeah. and then this cat who heard it had this other producer in crisscross he basically told crisscross to make a jump song yeah and he said hey don't be threatened by that but uh he's saying they were young at that age and and crisscross was just told to do it and they did it yeah and, unfortunately uh, yeah one of those guys is no longer here is that right? Yeah, one of the guys, one of the members in Crisscross, uh, I think he took his own, unfortunately, wow. or had some issues with uh, drugs. But uh, what Everlast has done with Jump Around in the House of Pain, and then he went on his own as a solo artist, yep. that's pretty awesome. It is. And let's not forget about this, Joe. Looking at you, Rose Beef. The best of comments. And we're going to end the show with this. A shout out to the Modern Butcher. All right. I uh, did not do no roast beef reviews this week because it was strictly all about the Lowell Folk Festival. Um, but the Modern Butcher just took home 2022's Best of North Shore Magazine. Best Butcher Shop, Editor's Choice. Best Roast Beef, Reader's Choice. And Best Jacuterie Board, Reader's Choice. And also Best Cooking Class. Read his choice. So right now, the modern butcher's on fire. So you know what that means. That means Jumptown needs to go to Newburyport. You got that right. So Jumptown will be up there Thursday, Friday, maybe Saturday. One of these days. I'm getting up there. I'm doing a review. You know, I'll post it on my social media pages. I'll link it to the to the Facebook page here at the Jump House. And uh, we can follow up and actually see if it actually meets the high quality standards it's set in, Joe. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, speaking about looking forward, next week, we got a very good show. Uh, our good friend Jamie at Skate for Charity, uh, he's going to be on the show promoting his uh, second Skate for Charity event that's going to be taking place uh, late fall, early uh, winter. 
Um, he's going to come with the details, find out how you can be involved. If you want to be a sponsor, if you want to participate, if you got a foursome that wants to play in this tournament, I'm sure there's a way for you to get involved and sign up for that as well. Um, he had an event in the springtime with um, uh, Cape Ann girls were down there with their food truck and they said it was a great time, a good experience. So we're looking to do the same thing. And they again. raised a lot of money, I believe, for uh, what was the event? What, did, what was their cause? Do you remember what the cause was for? I don't know. I know it they was. They raised uh, a lot of money, though, but for that organization. Yeah, so we're going to highlight um, James and his charity and Skate for Charity next weekend, but also next weekend we got the owner, um, a veteran himself, Mike Frizzell of. Abel and Ebenezer's Brewery in Merrimack, New Hampshire will be in the house. Nice. Uh, he'll be coming down uh, with his samples of beer, giving a live interview on um, how the the brewery came to be in Merrimack, how him and Carl met, the story behind that, and how uh, it blossomed to such a great uh, brewery in Merrimack in the southern New Hampshire area. Yeah, because they have to be, have been there for over 10 years now. I think back to Abel Ebenezer, they, they've been there for over 10 years, correct? I want to say, I don't know yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's got to be close. I think you're close. Yeah. I know they've been there for seven because yeah, I great, was living there. Okay, yeah, great, great beer. Uh, they got some great beers that, that burn the ships, like I told you about earlier when we were talking. It is awesome. It is. Folks, listen, we're running out of time. We're 15 seconds over the 10 o'clock hour. So, listen, Joe B., thanks for joining me on this hey, show, thanks, man. thanks, man. I'll see you in a couple weeks. I got some football guys going to football camp, so I can't be here next week. Yeah, so. strap them up. It's time. It's football season. All right, folks. I'm your host, Adam Jump, alongside Joey B. Keeping that quality high here in the Jump House on Wave Radio Boston. Thank you, folks.